Do Re Mi. The show that tells the stories, hustles, and fearlessness of making music. This show is brought to you by Limex Audio at the Upper Limits Resource House. We're recording already. I just can't just start recording. Yeah, I'm like, bro, why are you recording? Like, what's the point? <laughs> Huh? I haven't read that. I read the questions for you also. Okay. It's just that you never saw me looking at them, but I'd written them down. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. So many of these have been done so far. Once, uh, the second one. You had to start with Roy. I mean, it's the guy recording, so let's just start with Roy. <laughs> cool. <Done>. Okay. <coughs> Hi, what's up? My name is Gabriel. This is Doremi. Uh, the show that. Uh, where we just talk about making music, houses of making music, and the fearlessness it goes into making these awesome tunes. Uh, so today, this is Dorem episode 2, and today we have uh, legendary Josh S.B. in the house. Legendary? Yeah, we've had <laughs> he's a legend. You just hear Josh S.B., yeah. produced by Josh S.B., directed by Josh S.B. You're kicking looking? me out the industry even before I've begun. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's just reputations. It can be built, destroyed, built again. It's fine. <laughs> if we kick you out, it's fine. You'll be yeah, fine. If Jay Z can do it, why not? Yeah, I know. Anyway, so uh, so I thought let's start first. Who is Josh S B? Let's just get into that straight away and just find out who you are. Man, that's a huge question. Yeah, I know. Very huge question. Like, I mean, like, just like... like what kind of answer? Do you want the PR answer or the... No, like, this is my... The long this version. This is Doremi, like, the long version. Um, Something... <coughs> like, who's just be what you do, what you're mm. up to? Like, just oh. general... So people who don't know who you are, at least get to know. Okay. Uh, Josh S.B. is uh, Joshua Weiss or Timothy. Uh, pretty much someone that loves music and loves arts and photography. So pretty much I'm someone who who has done a few ventures in all the three aspects of art. Cool. Yeah, music, photography, and generally visual art. Yeah. I saw your paintings. Come back. Just. <laughs> I think the last painting I did, uh, it was like seven years ago. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, yeah, you actually said there's a thing of, of, of that me has always bothered me. That what does mm. the SB stand for? Like, I was like, what does SB stand for? Like, Josh SB, Josh SB. I'm like, what does SB stand for? What? Super boy. For a while, yeah, for a while, I've sort of like left it out there for people to just figure out, come up with their own. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think yeah, this podcast will be like <laughs> Doremi episode two with Joshua's Superboy. Yeah, like, I mean, you just came up with Superboy, others others go like Shy Boy, others others have had some really weird, ridiculous ones I can't recall, but <laughs> I even can't say them here. True, it'd yeah. be nice to hear them, but we'll ask those people. Yeah. Oh, oh just put up like a... a, a a quiz uh-huh. on like the page and ask people what they think SB stands exactly. for and we see where this you know. goes. Uh, that's cool. So you're actually not going to tell me what SB stands for. You're going to give it to me. I think most people know. Like most people <laughs> kind of can figure it out. It's, it's, it's pretty well, easy. Well, me, I have failed. As in you could tell me now and I just like move on. It's to do with beats. Beats. Yeah, it's a nickname I got in high school for beats. Ah. So you can probably search for the S. 
Yeah, I don't know what this is going to come. We'll, 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 keep, we'll keep thinking. Yeah, there's a funny story to that. Uh, in high school, yeah. actually, I was in Green Hill. Ah. When, when uh, I used to, I used to, I used to do a lot of beats, uh, like trying to recreate what Swiss beats does. Ah, nice. Yeah, so for a while I was Swiss beats in the school. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you know, Swiss beats. Yes, but of course, like growing up and gaining your sanity, uh, <laughs> you f- you figure out that okay, being Swiss beats is not really a good idea. So I tweaked the S name to something else. Ah, and then cool. I also just decided like just let it be SB. Ah, cool one, just yeah. like S beats. Well, I mean like slick beats, super beats. Yeah, those things. Shy beats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, how did you begin the whole love for music? Did mm. it, is it is it something like you came out your mother's womb like music? I'm making Swiss beats. It was or, almost like that. Or was it something gradual, something that mm. hit you? Yeah, I remember loving music literally from from the point when I could understand a thing or two. I don't even know how That's old cool. I was really, whether uh-huh. two or three years. Because yeah. uh, my bro, I've I've big brothers. I have so many big brothers who used to bring mixes from. We were living up country, and they used to bring mixes from all these DJs, uh, Alex Ndaula and all these people by then. The only DJs in town. Yeah, and. And they were these were tape DJs. Like my yeah. bros would bring tapes of like a whole mix. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. and they would play it. At, uh, they would play it at home on loudspeakers and everything. And basically, to me, like the vibe they created around me uh, really made me appreciate music, like from from different kinds of genres, really. Because I mean, when you're young, you're not really trying to you're not really trying to look for ah. I, I, f- I need me some jazz, I need me some soul. No, you yeah. just, <laughs> just <laughs> whatever comes at you, yeah. So whether it was raga, whether it was uh, Tevin Campbell, whatever whatever the music they played, you know. I sort of like started having an appreciative ear for that. And then, so growing, and of course growing up, uh, my family is quite musical, so growing up there was a lot of music happening and, you know, these guys would like find a, uh, when CDs came, yeah, these guys would same the same thing happened. Like the mixes came, yeah. Yeah, mixes from so and so and so and so from Funk Master Flex and all these people. Oh, and I, and I remember like CD time, the internet was now a thing, so uh-huh, you could access. Yeah, there was a more, thing called internet. You so know? you could get more yeah, stuff. So, yeah, and then uh, eventually, now what when it became visual? I don't know if you remember VCDs. Yeah, I remember VCDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when it became visual and we started purchasing VCDs, music like, videos, I was like, like a whole collection of music videos. Yeah, I remember one of the first, the first VCD I bought, one of the songs there was that uh, Michael Jackson video, "You Rock My World." Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, the full version, the extended version, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie. Right, nice. yeah. yeah. So when it became, when the whole experience became visual, I think I started to feel like, you know what? I think I would like to be like the guy <laughs> in that video you know because then then the artist looked like he had control of the music he embodied the music yeah. you know, that kind of thing yeah so my i landed on my first music instrument when i was actually nine nice now here's the here's the interesting part yeah. uh we had when i watched that michael jackson video yeah. we had this dance presentation at school yeah, <laughs> yeah we we're going to do you rock my world 
me and my dance crew. <laughs> and I was like, but wait, uh, there's, I feel like we could, we could do the extended version, but I didn't have it. So what I did, I went home. Uh, we had a, we had like a, the, the, the system, the hi-fi system we had, like had a recording section. Ah, cool. So, yeah, so I went and bought an empty CD <laughs> and there was like a record function on the whole thing. So I kind of like acted out, I pressed record and acted the whole skit myself. <laughs> we didn't provide sound effects. That's cool. Literally, yeah. Like there's this part where this bad guy walks in and yeah. trying to swing yeah. a bottle right. at, at Michael yeah. and, you know, dodges the whole thing and with a move. I tried to act out. I mean, to be honest, it kind of really sucked. <laughs> but we did it at school and... Do you still have a copy of this? I wish. I wish I had a copy. Because this, this could be stuff put put on YouTube. Yeah, so the, applause like we were getting from, so the applause we got from the presentation, I'm not sure whether it was because we were that good at dancing or it's because the production actually really sucked. <laughs> Just being nice to you. like Yeah, yeah. but that, that's like my first recording situation. Ever. Oh, cool. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, so that's how it began. And then your first instrument, I uh, you know we hear that you can play more than one instrument. So no, <laughs> how, did that, how did that hustle begin? Like, cause okay, that's, that, that conclusion is overrated. But <laughs> I, I started, uh, my first instrument was a keyboard. Okay. Yeah, though uh, I was age 12. But then when, when I hit 14, it felt like, the keyboard was, I was taking long to get results, you know, like my fingers are so small, then these guys hold certain things where their, their fingers are like spread, spread out. out and and that's, that's, yeah, that was, that was really like too. So I was like, you know, let me try out bass. Yeah, I mean, I just have to like play one note at a time, two, mm-hmm. three, yeah. So I kind of enjoyed that for a while, but I think till age 15 when I said, you know, let me, let me try out drums. And to me, that felt like playing drums was, yeah, was much, much, it was, they, they, they spoke to me much, much easier. Yeah, yeah, this is getting weird. I'm interviewing a lot of drummers. I think I should just call it, I don't know, I should change the name of the show. Yeah, like so, so I played drums you. for a while then. Uh, you know, of course, church, it's always church. Yes. That's, that's where I'm, <laughs> you, you can find most of these things. Yeah, yeah but from then on, I started... Uh, and the whole Swiss beats thing started yeah. happening at school. Yeah. Uh, I think I started to think, you know, instead of like programming beats, I think I need to start like trying to put music together seriously. Mm. Like okay. how does an artist uh, lay a voice on, an, on, a fo- on a whole instrumentation and everything works together cool. to an end goal. So I started sort of pursuing that okay. uh, from the age of 15. Nice. So like, how are you doing? This is all like Google, I guess. Look at the, the mighty versions of Google, some books. Interestingly, How are you finding the, the, like, the knowledge to figure out interesting stuff? Or does it just, just go been, with the it's flow? It's been more of people teaching me, actually. Okay. I had a lot of people teaching me then. Uh, one, of the perf- one of the first people I met was, uh, I met two people. I first met a guy called Mark Elvis. Uh, he passed away some time yeah. back. And yeah, he was the first person to like, teach me how the whole studio thing works, oh, you know, cool. recording and playing and laying like my instrumentals and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and then from my from Mark Elvis, and of course I uh, he was his music was the first 
ever that I produced. <laughs> like I produced two songs on the last album he did before he died. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, uh, but that was after him like taking me through a series of training here and there. Okay. Then the second guy I met uh, was uh, was Alan, the genre. Ah, genre. Yeah, uh, I met him. He was working on a girl, a girl's album named Danielle from South Africa. Now Danielle happened to be my friend. And and me and Danielle used to jam a lot. Like I would play keys and she would just sing Same. along. Nice. Should, so there's a concept I'd done for her for a song. Okay. And she told she kept telling Alan they were done recording the album and she kept telling Alan there's something I just did with Josh. I wish you could hear it. Yeah. Yeah, so I know, so when I went to studio and, and uh, played it for, for the genre, uh it was like because of the skill because of the low skill I had then. Yeah. But like I went to I'm gonna get your instrumentation. I'm gonna give it to Sam. He gave it to Sam Bisasso awesome. to like enhance the whole thing. Okay. Then we can record it. <laughs> yeah, get. Yeah, so that's how I made it to the production credits of her album. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, it was quite intimidating. You fluked your way into. Yeah, I fluked my way in because I was 16 and you know I was with all these experienced guys <laughs> in the whole thing. Yeah, but I think that kind of boosted my confidence that, okay, hey, I think there's something here. If you took it seriously, there, there could be something here. Okay. Yeah. So that that, that sort of like kick-started the whole journey. The whole journey to music and stuff. So I guess you're the yeah. Fruity Loops people, since you're the Swiss beats of <laughs> the school. I have a feeling Fruity Loops must have been in your bag of tools. Still is. Still is. Yeah. yeah. Then it moved to like Logic <coughs> or something. Fruity Loops is like that high you can't get rid of. <laughs> it's always there. <laughs> oh, it's always there. You can never get fully healed. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, tell us about film and photography. There's something very special about you because like you're, you like you went music, but then all mm. of a sudden, how me, especially me, I kind of got notes of you was this music video things you were doing. I was like, directed by Josh SB, directed by Josh SB, and I was like, and then sometimes at these photo shoots and it was like, Josh SB was always involved. Then I realized, wait, he also makes music. Like, oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> so, like, that's how I got to know you, about you. So, mm. just tell us how this whole film photography journey, and how you got into it, especially, because I'm, mm. it seems, I mean, film and music seem to help each other a lot, and you seem mm. to be putting yourself in the in-between, so... Yeah, like you said, I mean, film and music tend to like go together. Now, that happened at a time when I think for a while, like in Uganda, film, music, like we've had, we had an era where the music evolved and we had quite, div like we had grown to a level where, where we have like diverse good music. Okay, yeah, true. But then the visuals suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, so at, at age 16, still, I was, uh, it kind of, like I told you, I mean, yeah. when I started paying attention to the visual side of the music, it sort of got my attention that, hey, what if, how does someone get to do something that good and execute it visually as well? So I sort of started trying to explore uh, videography. I got my first Premiere Pro when I was 16. It was, I think, six. Yeah, it had like very, <laughs> very, 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 very few functions before it was the great Premiere Pro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to still Final just... Cut, still <laughs> yeah. There. So I got the, I got my first Premiere Pro, and tried to like, you know, play around with color effects and you know, recording 
someone I got I got a very small camcorder. Yeah. I started recording stuff and shooting stuff and just putting it in there, edits and trying to trying to make it look like what I see on TV. Uh a lot of those are, a lot of those attempts were not really the best. Yeah. Uh so when I was uh when I hit 18, when I was done with school. Yeah. I looked for a place to train. I ran into a gentleman. I actually ran into Patrick. Nah. He, okay, Patrick. Yeah, I ran into Patrick when I was 18. He then you know, he was not really known, but I just saw a white guy <laughs> with a huge camera. <laughs> and you're like Probably the biggest camera I'd seen in UGA. Yeah, like I have to. Yeah, so I went to him like, "Hey, you blah blah blah, you know, I'm so and so want to do this and you know, he gave me his contact. They kept flying in and out of the country so we were never in contact much but he gave me a contact to a guy named Andre okay. a German dude yeah uh he had opened up uh, what's what's today what they call Kampala Film School yeah. right now yeah. then it was called FTV Film Institute something like that so I went to Andre I'm like hey you know what uh I want to do film <laughs> and and all this yeah. and television and everything it's like yeah cool uh I'm setting up a course you can pay this much uh I train you for two years and we're good. So I enrolled on the onto the course and in between there I I I got to like meet a lot of experienced uh filmmakers from all over the globe really. Oh, nice. Yeah, they kept coming in here to shoot uh a lot of people were shooting Nadjo f- uh videos. Okay. Up country and everything and yeah. you know I used to I used to travel with them and and we sh- and and then get to learn get to see like <coughs> all kinds of gear and how it's used and how it interprets light and and the diversity in the gear. Yeah. So it sort of of course that coupled with Google <laughs> <laughs> and YouTube. Yeah, that coupled with Google, you know, it it sort of like I started getting a better understanding of one photography and also and then film in yeah. general yeah. and storytelling and and you know influencing someone's mind visually yeah it's cool yeah so after two years i think one of the most remarkable one of the most remarkable experiences was this now where where it became musically relevant yeah there was this uh crew from south africa that came to shoot uh, a beer ad okay yeah one of the popular beers in town yeah and you know it was there's this beer ad that had like a lot of celebrities and everything <laughs> so it seemed more like what i grew up seeing you know uh, the set yeah, the setup yeah, models and everything yeah. the lighting the yeah. costuming everything and then for the first time in my life i saw a red epic dragon yeah in are you talking of 2010 yeah cuz I, i think it had just come out <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like what these guys have it you know and of course they even had like a security guy next to it like you couldn't <laughs> get next to the DOP you get because uh, it was yeah, yeah. I can imagine the so that was similar to the whole music video kind of setting you that know, you were looking for that I was initially looking for of course after 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 filming like documentaries and everything you start appreciating film above and beyond video yeah, <laughs> you get it sure. yeah but then it kind of sparked something because I'm a musician yeah know? so it sparked something you know i got to see how they light up a music video set how okay basically like the pop side of film okay. yeah and ever since then i think when my first attempt to a music video which happened to be 
Ryonga's rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when Ryonga hit me up, because then, then we were friends that produced Glorify and a bunch of songs for him. I was like, you know what, dude? I think you can do this video. Like, I've seen some of the stuff you've done. I think I want you to do this video. And that was the first music video I directed. Yeah, and that's, I think that's how I got to know Josh SP. Because yeah. I shot the behind the scenes for that video. That's strange. <laughs> yeah, and Gab shot behind the scenes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that's really cool. Um, that Because, like, the way the w- your, your positioning is very special. It's like you can you're like the king in both worlds like you can like <laughs> be like a music video director and then be like hey so you can produce the album and direct all the music videos in the album i think yeah. you should like just like capitalize on it and just like yeah if i if i sip enough steroids i can do it and own <laughs> 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 anyway so there's this thing called god dear now i've been hearing some really interesting things about it mm. uh i don't <clears> know just tell us more about it what crazy things it sounds like a really nice idea of just inviting random artists to just seem to collaborate on some stuff um. and keep the title the same regardless of who's <laughs> jumped on it it's kind of sometimes confusing like wait didn't you just release this song like, <laughs> last week? like wait no that's good dear now it's Ryonga. oh hey i thought just like no that's good dear now this person ah okay yeah, yeah. good dear it started it started in a very interesting way i in 2015, yeah. I wanted to do, I was supposed to release a song every month. Nice. It got DNA. Cool. Yeah, uh, I wanted to go a certain direction musically um, and also have a certain message, uh, God DNA. Uh, basically, the message uh, is talking about my understanding of my relationship with God. Yeah, through, through different, because, I mean, we all go through different uh phases with god as you grow spiritually so i wanted to like keep talking about the different aspects of that uh through different songs okay now uh that first attempt in 2015 wasn't very successful (laughs) yeah and but i think it's because of the weight of the of the message and the weight of the project Uh, i think it, it 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 brought me to a reality that of how how seriously i needed to take it okay you know like it wasn't something you i was going to just drop a song each month like you, you get what i mean yeah yeah i can you can it's <coughs> doable it's, people release a song every week so yeah but it wasn't eventually throughout the year i figured you know through certain experiences i figured that's something i'm going to have to take a bit more seriously okay so just with more thought and time. yeah with more thought more time and, and really think about everything okay. that every step of the way okay so in 2016 I I don't even recall how I ran into Neil because I think I kept running into him over different things. But in twenty six early twenty sixteen, I yeah. happened to pass by C nineteen, yeah. and we were I'd been called to do something I think for Ryonga, huh? yeah. so some a project I was working on with Neil then. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I get into it. Do what I, or do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, you know, Neil sits me down. He's like, hey, what are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. I tell him, hey, there's this thing I want to do. Uh, go DNA, blah, 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 this and that. And, you know, Neil's like, <laughs> when Neil's like that professor that will, di- uh, that, that will 
prophesy your entire life even before it has begun. Like he will like show the, you, you know what? The, the way you're going, this is where you end up. But if, if that's what you want, go this direction. Like, you know, like he gave me one of those talks. Okay, that's yeah. nice. And then, and then it's like, anyway, uh, I'm doing a training for the next six, seven months. And I don't know if, if you want to be a part of it, you let me know. Yeah, yeah I told him, yeah, sure, I want to be a part of the whole training thing. So fast forward, you know, I did I did a couple of trainings with Nell at okay. C19. Yeah. Just is this like, the the audio engineering thing he was doing? Yeah, where audio he was engineering and taking guests through that stuff. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we we did it for a while, like just to enhance my, you know, if there's anything I didn't know, just yeah. to, <laughs> to add on. Him, yeah, because yeah. I mean, this is music. You have to keep learning every day. True. Yeah, so we did that training, and as we kept doing it, I started to now see the project a bit more in perspective like you know i think this is what i actually want to do with the project yeah cool <laughs> yeah and to, and then uh nail so nail offered me uh space at c19 like hey you can you know you have this many sessions a week if you can finish your ep <laughs> in, <laughs> in the sessions time, yeah <laughs> go for We're it good yeah yeah so that's how i kick-started god dna afresh nice. Nice. And then uh, because of the ex- because I'd grown a bit more spiritually, I had I now had a better blueprint. Uh, I knew the songs I wanted to do, what kind of message each song should be, and the whole and the sequential uh, end product of the whole thing. Ah, cool. Yeah. So I had a better blueprint, and then I I, I kick started recording again. Nice. Yes. How long did it take to finish? Like to get this one finished? Because I know you're releasing it soon, but uh, from us. All I can say, I started recording in June, no July, July 2016. Ah, cool. Uh, I finished. I finished the last song in March. So roughly a year. Roughly a year of making an, yeah. an EP. Cool. Can't wait to hear it. I think we should do some exclusive. My friends make music things, just to yeah to to get people excited. For those who don't know what it is, it's just, it's interesting. I think I, I preferred, like, I love the younger one. Like, when I had the younger ones, like, yeah. <gasps> then I think I haven't had the new one. Been lazy to follow up after that. It's like, younger sold me. Then I was like, <laughs> I guess the rest of it is nice, but I'm sticking. I'm staying here. Yeah, that, that's the intended effect. Like, just <laughs> it's like, the young one, I'm staying here. The rest, you guys, will yeah. be fine. Uh, that's cool. So, any future projects? Yeah, there's a Josh SB album next year, 2018. Nice. Is this yeah. the same concept that you're doing where you're just producing artists to make songs or you're first, actually performing? First performing album. You, was it like a rap album or you're singing? Shock us and say you're singing. Nah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit of both. Like uh, It's just basically it's my it's self-expression, really. Yeah, uh, I mean, art is art. So. Some songs are literally just instrumentals and beats. So it's, it's 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 a different album. It's basically me expressing myself Self. musically. That's nice. Yeah, that's really cool. So before we go, we always do this. I would like you to challenge the listeners. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Take your time. Think about it. But challenge the people who be listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just. Say something that you think will challenge them to go out and <coughs> do something, make something. Yeah. Ash, man, I never get to be that. <laughs> uh-huh. 
challenge them uh in what way i mean like i mean in life may not be uh life journey without being too serious yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe uh okay i think generally in my in my in my experience life mm. is about self expression like you you have to be able to express who you really are like do always do something out of your heart i think when i was doing god dna the, the thought that kept uh the thought that kept coming to me each time i was doing a song was you know do something from your heart like don't try to do this because uh this sound is so cool right now <laughs> this is the in thing right now or this is exciting like do something from your heart something that you listen to and oh. feel proud of and that's how you watch and be like that's Josh SB you get it huh? yeah yeah i think in life generally not even just music not just photography uh i hope it applies in law and medicine <laughs> and all that stuff But yeah i think always do something from your heart because everyone is unique you know if you if if you try to be someone else or if you try to to follow trends it's you're not helping life <laughs> <laughs> just wasting just yeah. wasting our time we don't need another yeah, copy in, of another person yeah i mean everyone's really diverse i think trends come out of different people's hearts so people different people expressing themselves that's how trends are There's created there's a quote right there yeah, trends so, come out of people's hearts yeah so just always do something from your heart regardless of what you're doing that's nice yeah. cool man thank you so much for hanging out with us pleasure yeah it was an honor to hang out with Josh SP yeah so guys that's the end of this podcast please subscribe listen share with everyone else i'm out